At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Good evening for you, Roxy Soxy, and good mid-afternoon for me. I know. This is like the craziest time I think we've ever, like, the most juxtaposed time that we've done so far. I know. And we were actually going to just have to replay an old episode because my movie has not let me be able to talk to you at a reasonable hour because we've been on set from like 5 a.m. till like 5 p.m. and then 5 p.m. is your midnight. So we haven't been able to really figure out a time to do this. I know. I'm so glad we made it happen though. You know, it's we like- did. Last, last minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where there's a will, there's a way, as they say. I know. <laughs> Just like leaving it down to the wire. But oh my God, there's been so much going on. It's funny because you were like, hey, let's let's chat like before the, before the podcast. And I was like, no, let's uh. fa- find out everything that's been going on with each other during this show. Yes, this is a good plan. This is a good plan. Let's talk good about plan. it. Let's talk Let's about talk. it, girl. I know it's been too long. I feel like I haven't seen you. And I know. Like- I know. And <sighs> we always spend so much time together. So know. you know what? It'll be well, this show, the movie's done in three days. And um, and so it'll be, you know, you know me. I'll be like, I wish I was back on set. You can't win for it's just you always for me, it's like maybe it's a chronic dissatisfaction. I'm always like wanting to be in a different place than I'm actually in. So I just have to just appreciate the moment. Know there's three days left, look like feel super lucky about the situation that I've been in, and then just you know, go spend some time with the family. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a good plan. Now, have you had any good sex scenes? <laughs> it's not that type of movie, Roxy. <laughs> um, but I've been watching the I've been watching the show Sex Life. If that makes a difference, yes. Um, no, but yes. we did have a kissing scene. I did have a kissing <gasps> scene um, last Wednesday. Okay, and it was interesting because we had to discuss, like, you know, obviously there's no tongues for this, like, because you know, in some scenes there are, like. Obviously, you know, we're I have to move my head to the right. He has to move his leg to the left. The director even said, you know, you have to kiss for three beats, like one kiss, open your mouth, two kisses, open your mouth, three kiss, and then look at each other and then go back in for a one kiss, open your mouth. So you're opening your mouth, pretending you're kissing, but obviously there's nothing else going on. So, and my husband's like, so like, I'm like, oh, I'm kissing today. And, and he's like, okay. Like, he's just so... <laughs> It's part of the job. It's just like a weird, it just is a weird occupation, I think. No, is your director male or female? Female. Female. Okay, good. So it it must be like nice to kind of get notes, especially like on an intimate like kissing scene and stuff from like a female director, right? 
I think so. And I also, you know, there is very small percent of female directors who are actually given an opportunity to direct. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's just really nice to have the ship run by a female. And it does it does feel different. You know, Mm -hmm. I've been directed a lot by males in my career and it feels there's like a different tact that a female takes um when they're kind of spearheading the entire team Mm. and there's like a gentleness to it and there's a um there's a fluidity and there's a uh compromise element i'm not saying that men don't do that but i'm just saying it does feel a little bit more of a gentler experience Mm. let's put it that way but yet she still has the bull by the horns she's still like again, steering the ship. She still has, uh, she knows what she wants and she'll Mm. keep going until she gets it. It just, it doesn't seem to be any aggression that comes through. Oh, that's nice. Mm. Makes for like a good like vibe on set, right? I mean, it's like, yeah, it's really comfortable. I would imagine, Definitely. right? Yeah. I mean, what hasn't been comfortable, and you've probably watched my stories, is like I'm having severe <gasps> sleep issues. And I wanted to ask you about it because I've never had sleep issues before. Definitely not like this. Oh, my God, Tamman. Now you're in the club and now you know that it is not fun. And you are no. fucking exhausted, like, the next day. And it's like, it's so frustrating because your body is so tired and it's like, you just like your body wants to go to sleep, but like your brain and like, you just, you cannot fall asleep and you can't stay Mm. asleep too is the problem. So it's like, if you do fall asleep for like an hour, three hours, four hours, whatever it is, you cannot stay asleep. And like, I feel like it's so weird because I think we've been awake at the same time, like looking on Instagram (laughs) because it's like, we're both in this weird like place where sleep is not coming easy. You know? I mean, I would say that my gut says that 99% of this is anxiety because I'm working because on Friday and Saturday, I slept eight hours straight, slept eight hours, didn't wake up at all. Um, but then when I'm working, I, I literally just, I fall asleep and then I'll wake up after an hour and then I'll be up from like one to four and I'll have to be up. I have to be on set at five. So there's some days that I've had two hours sleep, like two hours and then had a a 16 hour, 14 hour day, whatever it is. And, you know, at some point I feel like my brain is just like not doing what it wants to do. It's just, it's very frustrating. Yeah, no, it's very frustrating. And if you take, like, have you been taking like the melatonin or like the, yeah. like the sleep? Well, I ended up aids? taking like a quarter of like a Xanax. I haven't taken a quarter of a Xanax, and and I'm so ridiculous because like, I really don't. You know me. I don't like pharmaceutical drugs. I'm not mm-hmm. into drugs at all. I just like it's just I'm very much into clean living. And I was just so anxious about it. And I've always had like you know an old bottle of Xanax for you know years I don't even know if it's uh-huh. it's probably expired and they're not 0.5 right so I think you can get up to like four milligrams so they're not 0.5 and I break the 0.5 so it's not 0.2 and then I break the 0.2 so I'm having like a quarter of a Xanax but I think it's helping because I do fall asleep but maybe it's not helping and then I'm googling like will I become will I have withdrawals if I take like a quarter of a Xanax for four days straight because I just I don't like that kind of for me I mean yes it helps certain people but for me I don't want to be addicted to it at all you know yeah does it make you like loopy the next day because sometimes I feel like it's a little bit like you're a little groggy almost you know yeah I don't think the Xanax is because honestly I feel like I'm taking like I'm licking it almost (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, it's a, I think it's, so I'm taking five milligrams of melatonin, which apparently is a lot, but 
I mean, I'm, it's working. Like I can feel that drowsiness, which is so great. Yesterday I took it at nine. Mm -hmm. So I felt really super drowsy. And then what sucks about that is like two hours later, I was awake. Then I was Mm -hmm. awake for five hours and then I was on set an hour later. Oh, and it's like that anxiety. It's just sweating. Oh, sweating at night. Yeah. I know everyone's like, oh, it's like some kind of hormonal thing. And I'm like, it's huh. not though, because when I didn't have to work, yeah. I had no sweats and I slept eight hours. That's so weird though. What, what do you think the sweating it's anxiety. is coming from? I think is it's it? Anxiety. It's anxiety. Okay. So we're not talking like perimenopause here yet or anything, correct? I honestly think it'd be impossible. I mean, yeah. like I, I, I honestly think even perimenopause, I'd be 10 years too early. Yeah, it'd I mean, be like, like it just it would be like a one in a and and it would also have to correlate with the fact that I just started a film. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It would just yeah. it would just doesn't seem it would just be too many things happening at the same time. It just doesn't make sense. Like I was sleeping great, sleeping wonderfully in quarantine, like mm-hmm. eight hours. Didn't like I literally would fall asleep on one side of the bed and wake up exactly in the same position eight hours later. I'm an amazing <sighs> sleeper. Then the minute I started this film, I started to stop sleeping. Oh, so like as soon as it wraps, like on Friday or whatever, you're oh gonna my be goodness, like, I, it would be, I would be shocked if I don't go back to sleeping well again. Oh, it's such a, it's sleep is so elusive too. When it's like in that, like this, like, you're just like, if there's one thing I can get, like, please let it be good sleep. You know, you just need mm-hmm. that like solid, even if it's not like eight full hours, like if you can have a solid, like five or six hours where you actually like sleep without waking right. up. Right, and that's right. like but that was something. me all the time. I was like six to eight hours without waking once. Oh God, it sucks. It so when did yours sucks. start? So mine started. I want to say mine have started in the last like couple years, probably. Right, right, right. And for me, it started. I think with anxiety too. Like I was like, oh, I started getting those weird because you know how like you and I text more like going to sleep and it's like, oh my God, am I going to die tonight? Like, it's like that. Yeah. I was like, will melatonin and a quarter of a 0.2 Xanax split in four pieces will, and and five milligrams of melatonin. I was being very specific with Google. I was like, will that kill me in the middle of the night? So I was like, well, the reactions, if you take them, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm going to die. I love it. Um, no, I think for me, like definitely started with anxiety. And I think just like having, I, you know, what really helped me though, that has helped me. I've noticed was therapy, like hmm. doing the therapy and being able to unload a little bit and like talk yeah, about yeah, things. I feel yeah. like that helped. But then also when we just took a trip, like a couple of weeks ago to Miami, I think I like relaxed a little bit, even though there was like work stuff involved, mm-hmm. I was able to also like relax. and like, I felt like, cause I get like knots in my stomach, you know, when I'm getting like really tense right. or like right. anxiety. So I felt like those knots like go away a little bit like we're away and then like Mm -hmm. when I got back here I was sleeping well but then this last like this will be okay the last three nights I've woken up at 3 30 a.m every night like on the dot Mm -hmm. and I'm like Mm -hmm. I think it might be hormonal in the sense that it's part of my cycle like Right, right. Definitely when I'm um, ovulating or my period, period, I can't sleep. Yeah. That's exactly what it is for me right now. It's like that ovulation period is like coming in and it's like, yeah, that's hard. Right. Right. It's hard. It's hard. But then like, I also feel more stressed too on top of it, you know? Now, does David have issues with sleeping? No, he sleeps like a baby. I mean, like 
occasionally he might have like a sleepless night. night. Yeah. But no, he sleeps like a baby. Like, and you know what is so funny? You know, when we had the girl on the, um, the doctor who was the genomics doctor Mm -hmm. and she was telling us that if you drink alcohol, it's like, instead of, you know, calming you down and sleeping, it's like more of an Mm -hmm. adrenaline thing. Right. Absolutely. I have definitely noticed that like with me, but with my husband, it's the opposite. It actually makes him sleep. So I'm like, I, right. is it different between men and women? I think it's way? different to do with your genes. And I think that's was the best thing about her yeah. is learning that, you know, every gene, every gene is different. And so we aren't all the same. Like what's going to ha- work for you mm. is not always going to work for your husband is not always going to work for me. And sometimes I'm like, I say to Sean, like, well, try this out first and see if you have a reaction, mm-hmm. but that's, but he might not obviously have a reaction to something that I I might have a reaction to. So we really don't know. And your genes play are a massive role. Like a lot of people say CBD is a great way to fall asleep. Yes. But I've heard that like for me, anything to do with cannabis is mm-hmm. really bad. Like it just doesn't do well for my brain. I get uh-huh. a lot of anxiety. So I know that CBD obviously isn't, um, doesn't have T, whatever it is, THC, THC, mm-hmm. THC in THC. it, mm-hmm. which is like the the, you know, the drug part, mm-hmm. but I do know that it's a derivative of cannabis plant. So I'm wondering, does the CBD, is that going to affect me in a negative way? You know what? You I know? wonder because the psychotropic stuff is taken out with the THC. So I wonder, mm-hmm. I think you might, you might be okay because it's totally like the psychotropic, like side effects or, right, right, right. you know, extracted. So it might be good because that actually has helped me too is CBD. Like in yeah. conjunction with my melatonin, it's yeah. So you do take worked. melatonin every night. I take it. Yeah, I've taken it every yeah every night, pretty much. Yeah. And do you get foggy in the morning? Do you feel like you have that hangover? You know what? I used to when I first started taking it, but now I think mm-hmm. my body's kind of gotten used to it. Um, okay. So if I get like the full good sleep, I feel really mm-hmm. good the next day, like with the melatonin, you know, but like, right. If I wake up in the middle of the night, cause sometimes what I've done too, is like, if I've woken up at like three or four or maybe not that mm-hmm. late, but if it's like more like two or like one thirty, like mm-hmm. I'll take another melatonin just to like fall back asleep, you know? Right. Right. Cause I need something. Cause otherwise I'll literally lay there for hours, you know? So right, right. then, it, then I'm a little more groggy if I take it. And later. how many do you, how many milligrams do you take? I think I take, let's see. I take, I take a supplement. I think the total of the supplement is six milligrams. So you take six. a six milligram one and yes. then you take another six milligram if, if you wake up. If I wake up. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I think, you know, they say anywhere from one to five. So yeah. Yeah. But there's obviously up to 10, 20. So it's interesting. Anyway, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that I get this sleep stuff on. And I didn't realize how many people have sleep issues until I started talking about it on my Instagram because I had so many DMs and so many people reach out. I was getting thousands and thousands of people DM me about their sleep issues. And I was like, oh my goodness. I just think, um, I just think it's just, you know, there's so much to stress about these days and so much anxiety. And, and so like the world is going so fast and Mm -hmm. we don't have a way to even check out, you know, or if the way to check out is sometimes alcohol or these things that aren't that helpful when it comes to sleep. And then we're always on our screens and screens are just really terrible when it comes to having a, 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 you know, a resting night's sleep. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I, I think I fucked myself over last night because I was on my screen until I fell asleep. And then lo and behold yeah. at three 30, you know, it's like, 
this yeah. just sucks. I know. So I'm, I think I'm going to try to implement that rule of like no screen time, like an hour before bed, which is yeah. really hard. Yeah. Well, tell me what else has been going on, Roxy Soxy, since I haven't Girl, spoken to you in so long. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Well, as you know, my husband got COVID. <laughs> like, yeah, and how has that been? Ago. So I was like really worried about him because I was like, oh God, you know, like obviously we're hearing about this Delta variant and it's awful and it's like, oh my God, what's happening? So he got it and he felt he, the first like day he was congested, he kind of had like that sniffly, you know, nose stuff and like the sore throat, but his congestion went away after like just about day two and it was pretty much smooth sailing for him. Thankfully, like thankfully. But I think because he had been vaccinated, he had that extra layer of protection. So yeah. he didn't end up like running a temperature or anything like that. So I'm, uh, you know, like I was thankful that that all panned out well. But, you know, you hear the thing like I'm watching the news and I'm hearing all this other stuff, you know, and it's like. I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen the news in so long because of this <laughs> film. But my question is, like, doesn't he still have to quarantine for a sp- specific amount of time because he could be contagious, right? Even if he doesn't have um really terrible symptoms yeah so he but he's gonna stay i mean we're not going anywhere or anything he's right uh, <laughs> and are you worried because like the funny thing is when sean came out of quarantine mm-hmm. and he was negative i was still worried about being around him because i just yes. thought you know you still might have yes. that strain in you that could be contagious even if it says that it's not via the testing i'm always thinking like oh my goodness like could could there be something, you know, yes. could there be something that could get me or my kids sick? So it's like you're, it's almost like you're afraid of your own family. You know? Yes. And I'm still like, he's still wearing a mask inside the house. Like he's still wearing good. a mask. And so that's good. So, and he has a, you know, like he's sleeping in the guest bedroom just to be safe. Like he's like, okay, yep. let's make sure because you never know, like you're saying, but how long after he came out of quarantine, did he like, did, were you letting Sean like just... Well, remember, Sean was so sick that, you know, there was two days that we didn't even know if he would make it or not. So we didn't three full weeks. Uh Um, And then he tested negative and and we still didn't see him for about five days after he tested negative. Okay. Just because he was just really still sick, you know, like he was negative. He still was coughing. It's a really confronting experience. And, you know, I have a lot of people at me about vaccinations and it's like, you know, respectful based on the um it's on the situations that they've been in, the stories that they've been um yeah the stories that you know we all experience is through your own lens right so yep. for me it's like you can't say to someone like me and my family like don't get vaccinated after i almost saw my husband not make it like of right. course we would run to that because for me and my decision and i stand by this decision is the effect of the vaccine I felt after seeing what my husband went through was a mm-hmm. lot less um, problematic or uh, there was going to be a lot more less issues than mm-hmm. us actually all getting COVID after what I had just seen. So um, that was my choice. And it was based on what we went through. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I saw, I was watching a doctor actually on TV who was, um, who's practicing in like a, a really highly unvaccinated population in the South and she said that mm-hmm. she, this has happened to her time and time again, is that these people contract COVID, they come into the hospital, she's sitting with them, you know, and they have to get vent, like the vent, put on the ventilator and they're like in tears with her and they're like, please give us the vaccine now. Like 
we'll take it now, you know, and then she just has to look at them and say, yeah, it's too late. Like, it's just too late at that point. And she's like, they they don't have an option, you know? And so. But you also have to look at the other, the other, like, you know, in Australia, there's been a lot of information, misinformation, confusing, conflicting, Mm -hmm. um, uh, demands on what they're supposed to do over here with the vaccine. They had this one vaccine in, which is AstraZeneca. They said you should only have it after a certain age because it can give you blood clots. And now that there's COVID in Australia, they're saying like, now you should just go get it. So people are confused and they're scared. And it's like, it's just been very mishandled. So of course, if I was in that situation, I'd be like, I'm not getting a vaccine. If you literally just told me that it could give me a blood clot, Mm -hmm. like why would I be running to go get it now? But I think what scares me is like when you really start to look into these headlines, like, you know, inflammation for heart disease for young men, which is one of the headlines I just read. Mm -hmm. You look through the article and then it says, well, there's only seven people who have actually had (laughs) inflammation for their heart. And out of those seven people, four recovered. And out of those four, one was hospitalized. And out of that one, he recovered. You know what I mean? It's like when you start to go deeper and deeper and deeper, it's like the headings are just so inflammatory and they're so clickbaity. It's like until, mm-hmm. but we don't always comb through the real information. And that's what I think just scares everyone. It's like, let's just, let's just go with facts yes. <laughs> and go, go from there. Yes. You know, so thing. I can understand yeah. why people are scared. Yeah. That's the problem is that you see, and you see it from like all sides, like It doesn't even matter what sort of, and the problem is too, is it's become politicized. So it's like, you know, this side believes this, this side believes that. And it's like, it doesn't even matter because every side has some slant and some bias towards, you know, whatever their, their Mm -hmm. point is. So it's like, you do, you have to distill down, like take out the opinions, take out like the rhetoric and the bullshit. And you have to be like, okay, what is like, what is the truth here? You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. is this the real, like, look at the real numbers, like look at the real, you know, weigh the real pros and cons, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. don't just listen and get swayed because you hear a personality talking about something or, you know, you're here watching these headlines, you know, and I think people are getting confused because of that, you know? Absolutely. It's so crazy. Well, there's a last thing I want to talk mm-hmm. about before I know that you have to run and go to bed, but um, I saw one of the worst movies I've ever seen and then uh-uh. one of the best movies I've Which ever one? seen within the same night. <laughs> you did. <gasps> so we wanted to go to a movie and we went and saw Old by, um, you know. Oh, M- yeah. M- and it was Shyamalan. one of the worst movies I'd okay, ever why? seen. Okay, why? 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 It was really terrible acting. It was very cheesy. The script was very weak and thin. Um, I guess it was supposed to be this tongue-in-cheek sort of over-the-top horror film. But the problem is it just didn't know which uh, genre it really sat in. So it just became really odd and kind of confusing. And um, I found it to just be really hokey and just oh. like over the top and nothing really made sense. And I mean, mm-hmm. we, we, everyone was laughing in the cinema. So I know it's not just me. I mean, I haven't walked <laughs> out of a movie. I mean, since for li- maybe since <laughs> maybe for seven years, <sighs> um, it's been a long time since oh. I've done that, you know? So, yeah. So how was his directing? Was so it just what we like, did? Yeah. Was it off? I don't know. It's, it's hard to like, you know, I don't even want to really talk about it on the show because, you know, I don't want to t- like tear apart someone's work. Um, right. But I do feel like a lot of the 
uh, shots were kind of uh, show off shots and it was less about the actual movie and it was uh-huh. kind of trying to be its own character right um and then the, the movie that i saw after that which actually had the same themes of life and death which is called nine days the director was so beautiful and the shots mm. were so stunning but they kind of were part of the story like they elevated the story and they made the story more connected and mm. you cared about the characters because also the, of because of the shots and the directing and the whole themes that were like, you know, underneath everything. And wow. Okay. Cause I've heard, yeah, yeah I've heard mixed reviews about this old, old movie, you know? And so yeah, I was already kind of like, mm, do I really? The trailer's great. It? And I think that yeah. the idea is great. I think that the um, concept is, is pretty stunning. And I wanted to see it just based on that. I was like, right. what a great concept. You get on an Island and you literally live out your life within, you get older with, so, so yeah. yeah. But speaking of um, shows and things of that nature, let's talk a little bit about sex life because that oh. is on everybody's radar, that show, you see. I, did, yes. Could you relate to her character? Like, could you relate to Billy? Listen, I... I think the show Sex Life is kind of a hallmarky mm-hmm. um s- soft porn, pretty much. <laughs> like, if I could put two together, like, hallmark with soft porn. Um, so I don't, I'm not really that invested in the characters and I'm not that invested in the story, but it's all for shock value. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. think we've seen something this risque before with mm-hmm. like real actors and seeing like there's scenes where you actually feel like they're having sex. Mm-hmm. And I do think it, um, I think there's a lot of people out there um who've had the same feelings of like, cause I get DMS from them mm-hmm. that say, you know, when I got married or had kids, everything kind of changed. And so I think it's really, um, it's really speaking to women's fantasies mm-hmm. of like, you hit a certain age, 30, 35, 40. And you're like, Oh, my sex life is not where I, where I thought it was, or I want it to be. And um, I think a lot of people are fantasizing themselves within this show and I think that's why it's doing so well I don't think it's because people are so invested in the Mm storyline or care that much I think it's just this this fantasy that they can get lost in you know and we've all had that bad boy boyfriend right it's like you you had that guy in your life it's just you know what I really like too about the way that it was shot was that it was a female director and like a female writer and everything and the 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 emphasis like especially in the sex scenes was her pleasure versus like the his pleasure which is also really refreshing because normally it's all you know it's about getting the guy off and like the guy, you know, having a great time. And it was just this time, I think the tables were turned a little bit. And I thought it was, I thought it was a really interesting way to kind of like present that, you know, but I do think you're right. I think a lot of women, especially moms, married moms, you know, that are like more settled now that maybe had a little wild fun in their day, you know, I think they can relate, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that there's a sadness that comes to losing parts of your sex life after having mm-hmm. kids. And I think it takes a lot of work and, you know, to get back to where it was before kids. And I think mm-hmm. it's possible. Um, mm-hmm. That's through communication and trust and um, opening up and, mm-hmm. you know, saying 
talking about your fantasies and talking about what you like in the bedroom now that you've had kids, maybe things have, you know, changed, have changed. Yeah. Like maybe you've changed and what you like is different. Um, but I, I find it hard to get through an episode mm-hmm. of the show Sex Life. Um, mm-hmm. But if I'm in that like, yeah, let's go see some, you know, some sexy stuff uh-huh. that, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to obviously watch something else. Then, yeah. And there's some things that it really do push the boundaries. And I, yeah. I think that the lead character, she's always been a good actor. She's been in a lot of different TV shows and um, I think she's really committed to this and um, so good for her. I mean, you do know she's with the, the guy yes. in the she's sleeping with in real life now and, and she's not with her husband. Right. Yeah. I mean, they definitely ha- like her and the guy she's with now, the lead actor, I think his name is Adam Demos. They definitely had a chemistry. I mean, you can tell you know, from watching. You know, I mean, like I, it, it was like you're saying. Like it's almost like it almost seemed like they were having sex, like on the show. You know, yeah, and so it's like yeah. that chemistry. I mean, I don't know if the chemistry came because of like if it was or I, I don't know. I'm, I'm obviously it spilled like, over. Like was somehow. there was their marriage on the outs and yeah. then he came in, or yeah. did did she experience some kind of awakening Mm -hmm. through this show that you know did life you know imitate art Mm -hmm. and the other way around and then all of a sudden she's now with the guy which is interesting because like what happens when the show finishes like it will be interesting to see if that continues yeah i mean she has been very vocal and she and the guy the adam adam i think adam and sarah They've both been really, you know, up, you know, open about their love for one another on yeah. social media. Have you seen that? That she's like, yes, the like, love I of love my you life. So much. You're yeah. everything to me. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, which I mean, it's interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if it stays like past the the duration of the show, you know? Which um also makes me wonder. I'm really shocked about the JLo thing. Yes. Oh my gosh. Right. Just because how public they are. Like, okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. I mean, they were so not public, especially Ben Affleck is so against that. Yeah. And now it's like that. And it was funny too, because if you saw some of the pictures from like this trip that they're on, like in on that yacht in the south of France, if they had a photographer on the boat shooting photos. So it's like, it seems like it's kind of staged a little bit too, you know, to go out to like the press or like. To well, I mean, I guess it media. is her birthday. So yeah. you know that. So on your birthday, you always have pictures that are nice. And then you know that when you have nice pictures, you put them on your social because you don't want crappy pictures on your social. You want to look yeah. good. You want to look good. So for I'm not sure. sure if that's, I mean, I think if it was fake, that would be, oh, unless Mm-hmm. It is fake, and they're just like, see how obsessed you guys are about, you know, yeah. some kind of. Yes. I don't know. Well, would you cra- even like? Would it even make sense to even do that? Like, how you know? I mean, they know. I, it's funny. I've been looking on social media, and a lot of people are posting. They have us wrapped around their little finger. You know, like they know what they're doing. Like, yeah. And she yeah. is. She is good. She knows how to, you know, do her image, and she looks amazing. You know, and it's like all the things sort of come together and they are a gorgeous couple and people have been like wanting this benefit reunion. But the interesting part is too, A-Rod is on his own yacht right now in the South of France as well with his Mm, friends and his date. So will the yachts meet? (laughs) And you know what it's also is like, yes, she's Mm. got an incredible body, Mm. but I think 
look, no one's, she's never going to say like, yeah, I had a tummy tuck and I had a boob job and I had a this and I had a that. Because what we do is we just go, oh my goodness, she looks so great at 51. I promise you that doesn't just come easy. Like yeah. I'm, I, I'm assuming there's some things that have helped her along the way. Correct? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think there's been some little, somebody knows something, you know, and it's like. There's definitely someone's work, you know, someone's <laughs> yeah. doing some good work. And, and that's the thing is we don't. Yeah. We don't hear about that. No. So you just think, oh, why, why is, why am I getting older so much faster than everyone else? <laughs> right. Exactly. And then it's like, that's when those, the bad things happen, like those extreme diets and like, you know, yeah. over-exercising and cause you feel like you have to like, try to get to this like really unattainable goal that isn't even really there to begin with because it's been manipulated, you know? Yeah. It's I mean, ridiculous. look, if I get Botox, I would hope that I would say something. I'd hope it'd be like, yeah, yeah, I got Botox. You know, this is what I did, you know, yeah. maybe to, for other people to, for women or moms to feel like, yeah, I did it and I'm happy with my decision or I'm not happy with my decision. I don't know. It would be if nice. If it was less like taboo, I think that we would feel less ashamed about it. It's true. It's true. And I, to be honest, like I was thinking about it the other day and I'm like, well, it's kind of like getting your hair colored or, you know, like doing all the other, we put on makeup. So we're always sort of like, you know, not necessarily maybe changing, but like we're playing up different things with our appearances. So it's like, is Botox really that bad? I mean, as, as far as like the taboo, like shamefulness of it, but like, it shouldn't be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's I so hear you. Crazy. So what's the rest of your week like, Roxy Soxy? We've got some <sighs> and just to let everyone know, it's been like a little harder getting these shows out because of, you know, time differences and doing this film. But we made soon, it happen. Uh, we will be <laughs> we made it happen. We've got some amazing celebrities coming on. Yes. We've got some amazing guests coming on too. Yes. Um, some great experts. So I know this one is short and sweet, but we will be bringing the show yes. back with a vengeance in August. Yes, so excited. Actually, I am sort of like secretly fangirling over, you know, who I'm talking about that's coming on our show, who like. Oh, yes. Yes. I know. Yeah, right? There is, there's a very big celebrity, especially. Yes. Especially from our day. Oh my yes, God, I'm yes. gonna freak out when I know. she comes on. We have gonna to freak be like, out. Ah, and then just like tell, just literally, um, retell moments from her films and right. and things that she said in her films <laughs> yes yes we'll have to have all the quotes we'll be like uh remember when we should yes. even dress up as these <gasps> wait we totally should we should totally and oh we should God. um guys please uh message us and let us know who you think this is yeah. <laughs> let's totally like, freak her out yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. You guys, we've got I'm good excited. stuff coming up. Just saying. Just well, saying. Awesome. Well, <gasps> Rox, I hope you have an amazing week. Oh, thank you, my love. Same to you. I can't wait to hear about like how everything, you know, yeah. finishes up and, and all the good stuff. Three more days <gasps> in paradise. Hopefully Ooh. I'll get some sleep. I'm hoping my body tonight will just be like, you know, ready to go to bed. Oh my so. God. Yes. Do you get good craft services? We did get amazing craft services <gasps> until this week because the the um, the caterers went on another job. So now we're just getting boxed lunches. Oh, you're like, and you just you know sometimes it's just not the best food. But yeah. <laughs> I hear you, I hear you. But only three more. I days. do miss LA food. I know. Oh my god, have you missed your places? I know. I've been here for six weeks. Can you believe I that? I cannot believe it's been that long. <gasps> it's gone so fast. It's gone Almost really two months. fast. 
so fast. Nice. We haven't been able to see my parents yet because all the borders are shut. So I'm really hoping that we can oh, see them soon. Oh, yeah, I know. And then what about the kids for, like, school? Like, what? We're going to have to figure that out. I think we're going to do homeschooling until we figure out where we're putting them so okay. that they don't miss um, they don't miss anything. Is um, the school year the, the same there, like, September to June? Or is it year-round um, It starts, starts in January. So, okay. so I, we've got to really follow the American year for now. Ah, oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I see so many things, girl. So many. So many. Well, I love you so much. <laughs> and I too, hope boo-boo. to speak to you way sooner than this. I'll see you on Friday, Roxy Soxy. And thank you guys so much for everything. Um, I please rate, subscribe, and comment. We are Women on yes. Top Official on Instagram. And Women on Top Podcast on Facebook. And with the Women on Top group on Clubhouse. Thank you guys for all your support. We love you so much. Love I am you. Tam and Sursock. And I am Roxy Manning. And we are women on top. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR.